while the rest of the team was essentially ejaculating champagne all over him. A little too much like semen. His first name is the most nasty one thing about Welcome. My name is Brian Beckner. This is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. Stoked that you're in the mix with us, joining us today. Episode 190, 190, coming up on 200. And is in no way is that depressing. Uh, episodes of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Reach out to us, email the show. Become a friend of ours. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address. You can also leave us a voicemail. Many people promise to leave us voicemails. They reach out on the Twitter platform and they say, hey, let me, uh, let me, I'm going to call you. And then they never do. So I don't know. It's, it's a little bit more intimidating. I know that, but you should try it. 949 949- 464-TBLS is the number to call to leave us a message. There's always the uh, Facebook page, which is... I, someone, I heard someone say that we should have a group. We have a Facebook page, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. But I, I heard we also need a group because then that like show, then people comment on there and it shows up in everybody's... I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. I shouldn't have brought it up because I'm not like real technical. As you guys probably know. Okay. Also, iTunes. Go to iTunes and subscribe to the show and rate the show, review the show there. That's pretty cool. And Patreon.com if you'd like to make a financial contribution, a small donation to the show, you can do it there. Patreon.com slash The Baller Lifestyle. And we have a very special, we've already recorded it. It will probably be up in the next day or so. Um, we did some special Patreon content where Ed Daly and I reviewed and discussed the... I was thinking about it. It might be the first real reality TV moment. Of course, I'm talking about the famous 1976 episode of Battle of the Network Stars in which Bob Conrad loses his actual mind over the results of a relay race. So check that out. Patreon.com slash The Baller Lifestyle. Become a patron there so you can hear us dissect that video. Uh, Joining me now, of course, it is Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, we were just chatting before the show, yes. and I see on ESPN.com that the national, the men's soccer team, their World Cup hopes are in danger. Yep. And I wondered, like, am I? Is it bad that I'm cheering for Trinidad over yeah. America? No, it isn't because I really, I just. It's not even the game of soccer, which doesn't hold very much interest for me, but I don't know. It's that people are so evangelical about it. Like it's they just insist, insist yes. it's, it's the best sport. And, but they're just way into it and they have to talk about it and it has to be a thing and they have to use the, um, U S M N T hashtag to talk about it. And I just fucking, I don't know why, but it really yeah, hashtag, just annoys when I see me. That hashtag, I think Ninja Turtles. 
for some reason. Yes, there you go. Yeah, TMNT. Yes, I get it. So I, I'm kind of with you. Also, I don't know. Like for me, when I watch the Olympics, I I love the Olympics, and I'll cheer for you know the American sprinting or something, or you know some random event. But I don't give a shit about the men's basketball team. No, I I openly root against. Why are we clinging to hope of beating Trinidad in a sport? Yeah, it's like well, you know, we have other resources. It's like still. You divide our our country in like a thousand. We should still have more resources than yeah. Trinidad. Oh, of course, we should be much better. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense that we're we're you know th- what is this an upset if we beat Trinidad in something that like I don't know. I'd rather the underdog win. It, well, and they're like, oh, but our best athletes. The problem is our best athletes all play other sports. But the thing is, our twentieth best athletes should be able to beat Trinidad. Of course. It just, it doesn't, I don't know. Who gives a shit? Yeah, um, I don't. In, I don't give know. a shit. Also, this is for, I believe this is for the World Cup that's going to be in Qatar where they used slave labor to build uh, all the all the facilities and they the bribed single, FIFA. The single most depressing uh, real sports I've ever seen. Yeah, and it's 120 <laughs> degrees there. And it's, and and just, it's just sending the people. Nepalese yeah. guys back in, in, uh, in body bags. Yeah. Like they work and then it's like, all right, send us another worker because this one died in the extreme heat and we gave him a bucket to shit in. Yeah. That's all. It's great. It's um, great. And then this weekend again, and we don't have to get into the protest aspect of it. I mean, no. it's just more white. It, it, these white guys won't yeah. stop commenting yeah. on race. Mike Ditka, like we all laugh at him because oh, oh, he's, he's a fucking you know, idiot. Punch, he's a yeah. punch drunk old guy, but like whatever. He's, he's saying ridiculous things and should be stopped. We got the VP who nobody should be on board with. He's become the same, you know, uh, stunt clown that the president is. Very that stupid. That, like, I mean, a quarter million dollars to protest the protest. But the biggest asshole of the week, and by far, is fucking that facelifted ghoul Jerry Jones. Yeah. Saying none of the players are allowed to protest because they need to learn consequences. And I was thinking, this is the dude... Remember, it was like a year or two ago. He's he's with the he's just groping like twenty year olds. Yeah. He's still married. No consequence there. Right. How about when he gave what twelve million to Greg Hardy right after he had thrown that beaten up the chick and thrown her on a pile of gun? No consequences. Like fuck that guy. He's he is the worst. He's the worst owner. He's he's even worse. Than Daniel Snyder or uh, Kraft, he's the worst of all of these guys. Well, and it's just so condescending too because he's he's like, oh, they these uh, these little boys need to learn consequences because I'm yeah. so fucking woke and enlightened. You know, you're right. from fucking Arkansas. Go fuck yourself. Like right. all you had to do, all, this whole thing would go away. It just wouldn't be an issue if the uh, if the other side didn't talk about it. Right, but just, it's always the same type of person protesting it. Yeah. So always like older white guys. Yeah. And so, like, I get it. I, 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 I totally understand what type of guy is doing it. Cause I've told you, I, I, I have friendships with some, uh, some hardcore right wingers and like they, they people believe that there's like no such thing as racism. Like, or they've I told know. themselves that it's crazy. Well, they're kind of like, get over it. You yeah, know, they're like, yeah. Hey, listen, there's like one of the arguments was like, there's already been a black president, and there's a black Supreme Court justice. Yeah. How could there be institutional racism? Clarence Thomas is part of the argument? Like, what? Yeah. It's just absurd. 
racism exists and if if you know a black person or or uh see a black person ask them if racism exists they'll they'll let you know for sure exactly who is there's a do you know do you know the comedian w kamau bell Yes. Yes. <laughs> he was. He. I don't mean to steal his bit, but he has a fucking hilarious bit about how uh, when you know when a, a white person asks a black person if they're really sure that they saw that they experienced racism, <laughs> they're like, "Are you sure? Are you sure it was racism?" He's like, "Well, that would be like me um, if you told me you had pizza for lunch." And I was like, uh, are you sure it was pizza? Did it have all the characteristics of pizza? You're certain that you ate pizza. <laughs> it's kind of like that, but much funnier. Yeah. My, I mean, I, my, my, my sister is, is married to a black guy. So she has kids that are totally. mixed race. Yeah. And like, she tells me crazy shit that like parents will say, yeah. like just weird shit that like, it just would never come up if it's, if it's. <laughs> you know, white kids or white people. And it's like, people don't even realize how, how racist their condition. So it's like, white people just need to stay out of this argument. I totally agree. Like, it's not our fight. And I'm definitely not going to fucking tell somebody how he needs to be more patriotic or he's doesn't, he, the, the flag doesn't mean what it should to him. Cause it means to him, whatever it means to him, it doesn't mean the same thing to me. So have it mean what it means to you, and I'll have it mean what it means to me, and then go fuck yourself. And Jerry Jones still can go fuck himself no matter what his stance is on anything. And also, go Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah, I saw it's 2-1 now. Is it just Trinidad, or is it Trinidad and Tobago? Well, apparently, they. I mean, who knows shit about Tobago? I think they just get thrown in there, because, like, where else are they going to go? But everybody right. knows it as Trinidad, It's just right? Trinidad, and it's not, and Tobago's just like an add-on. Yeah, it's probably some, like, island that nobody even notices, and they just put it in there. Right, right. But I thought it was two halves of one. Or am I, or am I thinking oh, of like, Haiti like and the Dominican? Hispaniola. Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I went to the Dodger game this weekend, and I ran into Jay. Well, I met up with Jay Stu there for a bit, and he, and he yeah. posted a picture to Twitter, and he said, caption this, and I'll um, – a lot of people were saying very rude things that I, somebody said, um, is that your son to Jason about me? Look it up. That I could be I his, that I could be his son Two two bags wearing rags. Oh, no. <laughs> so rude. We had our Dodger gear on homeless man found wearing 88 world series shirt. That's me is brought to game by Dodgers fan as a kind hearted gesture. <laughs> kind what? fan reported missing. What? Like I've, Raped and murdered him? So rude. Uh, about <laughs> I, I dig that shirt. Yeah, about to be arrested for robbing a jewelry store in Santa Fe. People really like to make fun of my jewels. Um, yeah, I got that. Somebody, my buddy Spence gave me that shirt maybe like 20 years ago where he's like, hey, he's like my father-in-law. He was giving a bunch of stuff away. And he's like, and I saw this shirt and I know you're a huge Dodger fan. So I thought you'd have it. I thought you'd like it. And I'm like, yeah. And I never bust it out. I, I keep it, you know, put away. And I've so, but it was a special occasion, playoff game. So I busted out my '88 World Series, authentic '88 World Series shirt. Two LA guys pop Molly, then explore baseball. Like this is these are very rude comments. Uh, a couple of dorks. I get it. Um, man, Johnny Football is short. Well, that's me. Is that supposed to be me? Because I'm shorter. You're, I'm you're Johnny Football. I, I guess. guess. Yeah, Johnny Football is a great athlete. 
Uh, live, breathe turquoise. Very good. Okay. Well, I appreciate everybody reaching out there. Also, I need, I've been tweeting about this, Ed, and I'm not sure if you're in the mix, but I need you to be, I need you to listen to Dirty John, the podcast from the LA Times, a true crime podcast from the LA Times, because it is so fucking good and compelling. And it's each, it's six episodes. They're all like 45 minutes. And it's a, it's an interesting true crime story about a sociopath. And uh, I want, it's called by, it's called Dirty John. It's called Dirty John. Yeah. And uh, it's, yeah, it's on the front page of iTunes. You'll see it right away. And it's, to me, it's very compelling and everyone I've spoken to loves it. So um, people besides Ed Daly, if you haven't checked out Dirty John, the podcast from the LA Times, really, really good. In the vein of serial, really well produced, you know, first person interviews, 911 calls, like it's all, it's really well reported and well put together. And it's just a compelling narrative and a great story. So I would recommend I will check it. it out. Also, people should check out Crime Town. It's about mobbed up Provincetown. Oh, not see, down that not Prov- uh, Providence. Providence down is is the uh, is the flamboyant area of Cape Cod. No, uh, Providence. They yeah, all mobbed up. I'm gonna write that down. I'm just, my new thing is to make notes. So crime, crime, town. crime town. I've written that down. Okay. Um, all right. Anything else? Is there anything else we need to get to? Now we're good. We've done it all. Um, okay. Let's do some emails. All right. Ballas he heard my dear, dear friend Brian and his dilemma on picking a new NFL team, and I have a few suggestions to help him. We discussed this last week that I might have to abandon the n- formerly San Diego Chargers and now LA Chargers because they're they suck. They're they're owned by bad people. They have mostly bad players, except for on the defensive line. And they're just sad. They're just all over sad. I watched some of that game this weekend. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was certainly hoping they would win. Yeah. And uh, they do have great gear. They have great gear. And it's so, it's so sad that on the defensive line they have, on, on the corners, on the ends, they have Bosa's a stud. Joey Bosa and that nose of his. He is, he's an absolute monster. He's like another J.J. Watt or a, a, yeah. a guy with the potential to be another J.J. Watt. And then on the other side, they have uh, Melvin Ingram that, that right. are just wrecking guys. They should, they should be holding every team to about 17 points, but they're on the field for most of the game, so they tend to get a little winded. They wreck. Eli pretty good this weekend. Yeah, they did. Um, they did have a win this weekend against the winless Giants, so I can't quit them yet. So this that's what he's referring her, referring to. Heard my dear, dear friend Brian and his dilemma on picking a new NFL team, and I have a few suggestions to help him. One, become a degenerate gambler, and your fave team changes based on how nice the line is. That's actually good advice. Yeah, B, Having a specific team you cheer for means you cheer for something as an, and is extremely bad for the look. Just my couple of pennies. Also, I support B's hashtag fuck fall agenda because even though the trash season allows for more boat shoes, it means less flippies. Hashtag Paul. That's from our own walk off HPP. I appreciate that, Paul. Yeah. Fall's the best. One. Oh, I hate fall. Oh, it's the worst. No, it's, it's the best. You it's got freezing. It. You got Thanksgiving, college football. The weather starts getting better. It's, it's perfect. Better? 
Better. Cooler. Oh, freezing cold. It's, I almost have to wear I leave very early to go to the, my office in the morning. I leave like around quarter after six. I leave my house because I have a bit of a commute. And I, it's, I'm at the point where I might have to get a sweatshirt out because it's gotten a bit chilly in the mornings, like in the 60s. Oh, that's so I might have to wear put a hoodie on, a bunny 60s. hug. I might have to wear a bunny hug to, to go to drive to work in the morning. Oh, wait a second. While you're talking about bunny hug, yeah, I heard a term, I read a term today that these are Americans, they say, say something crazy. Last yeah. night, a celebration on Monday Night Football, they were doing duck-duck-goose in the end zone. Oh, I coordinated Minis- celebrations. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I, I wasn't on board with the actual celebration, but it was duck-duck-goose, you know, yeah. the game. Yeah. Apparently in Minnesota called duck duck gray goose what for it's the vodka i know uh, i'm sorry not gray goose not duck duck gray duck what duck it's, duck it's gray not duck. Duck, duck goose minnesotans i mean we, we we must have some people i i specifically read they call it duck duck gray, gray duck yeah oh my god so when it's not great, it's great so job. like when it rains and you can't go out for recess in school, you have to stay in your fucking classroom for recess or lunch, and the teacher will always come up with a game heads up seven up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the one there's one where you like throw the ball around the class. I can't remember what that's called. Um, and but also a, a real winner in, in the kindergarten first grade realm is old duck duck goose. Do you mean to tell me that in Minnesota, they're like, hey, uh, Gordon. Oh, that's my Canadian guy. That's hey, the same thing. Hey, class. <laughs> Go to Mankato. <laughs> since you, since we can't do any ice fishing today, eh? how about we play a game of duck, duck, gray duck? Hey, hey Ragnar. You want to play, <laughs> play some duck, Dude, duck, gray duck? Well, Ra- we, did find, we did find out that Ragnar. Yeah, we're closing Peach, in on him. I believe he's going to be on Peach the show Yeah, reached out to tell us that, that <laughs> Ragnar was a, a, a hall monitor at a school. Crazy. And his name, his name was something like very ordinary. Oh, yeah. It's very it's like Chris. It's it was very like not, sad. It's not like a crazy name. Because it was exactly last week. And I've one, I think I just got wrong who sent the email, and two, yeah. I don't remember what Rag. Yeah, I have no idea what his name was, but it was regular. Yes, it was just it was yeah, it was like Larry. Name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. But yeah, Gray Duck. And that's America. Oh, so we're not talking sad. about like a part of Canada that we're not sure about. We're talking about America, and they're saying Gray Duck. Well, it's it makes sense because it's the whole Coke, Pop, Soda, Sofa, mm. Davenport, Couch thing. Davenport. It's like these. You know, dinner, supper. It's Pencil these crayons. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's just crazy. That's not no one in America do they call them pencil crayons <laughs> or bunny hugs. Hey, son, get your bunny hug. Don't forget, it's there's a bit of a nip in the air, but make sure you're wearing your bunny hug. Imagine <laughs> that. Uh, okay. Thanks for that, Paul. Here's another one. Hey, B and E saw a listing on MLB auctions for a five minute phone call from Steve Garvey. Two questions. One, who bids on that listing? And B, which former or current big leaguer would you want to have a five-minute conversation with? That's from Francis and Glendale, Salsa Roja guy. Okay, <laughs> um, that, That's a good question. 
Yeah, I well you would you of course it would be Cal Ripken Jr. Right? No, You're, I would oh, no. I would like to talk to Otis Nixon and ask him what it's like living to be two hundred years old. Uh, yes. That is <laughs> that would be a good one. Um I uh, of course I would pick my guy, uh Mike Piazza, so we could talk Bordeaux well, you know, and Merlot Turtlenecks and where to where the best place to get your um Tips frosted is and open shirts about, and all that stuff. How about, how about maybe a call with Jay Buner? Ask him what it's like to go to Rain City Jacks. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> hey, what was it like to go with uh, Kenny Easley over to Rain City Jacks? Edgar Martinez. You're, you're the greatest designated hitter of all time, but. More importantly, how did you? How was it to have an off day at Rain City Jacks? What was Olden Polynesia's go-to move? <laughs> did you ever? Was it a little awkward running into Dead Left Shrimp at, at Rain City Jacks? <laughs> Man, that guy's tall. Tom Chambers seems like he's into particular things. Was he a Sonic? He was, he was a, for a little a, while. I knew he was a Phoenix. He was son. a son. He's a son. No. I, I, maybe I'm wrong. I think he was a Sonic for a little no, while. No, I think so. Um, I did. Uh, speaking of my Twitter, I saw on Twitter the um, the Houston Astros. They, were, I think I texted this to you. They on their Twitter feed. They won their. Uh, they won a series against the Boston Red Sox, which I find strange because they're in the yeah, NL they're in the Central. National League. Yeah, I don't know why. They're, I don't know if they've, they're mixing things up this season or what. At the playoffs, they do a reseed or something. But last I checked, the Houston Astros were in the National League Central. But beyond that, they won their series to move on to the American League Championship Series. And they were, they were, uh, they were celebrating in the locker room. Yeah. And this former Dodger, Josh Reddick, was really celebrating. He was so happy. He was jumping around in a in an American flag speedo. Yeah, nobody gets all upset about that disrespect. It's pretty disrespectful. Flag. It's pretty, he should have been, he, at least he wasn't kneeling, but I didn't see the rest of the team saluting his cock and balls. <laughs> like, I think everybody- They it with champagne. Should have stood at attention. wanted to get a better yeah, look. They were, uh, the whole, while he was dancing around in his speedo, while the rest of the team was essentially ejaculating champagne all over him. It it did take it pretty far. It was like so bukkake ish that Japanese people were like, "Oh, that's disgusting!" Yeah, like turn, it was. Calm down, guys. Right. I I half expected to see Josh Reddick um, wrapped in cartoon tentacles at some point. Like it was right. so bukkake ish. So guys, there were some Japanese guys that went and slept in their drawers unhappy that night when they saw that. Yes. They, yes, they they went and passed out on the streets, drunk on the streets of Tokyo, <laughs> but not with a smile on their no, face. No, not not as normally happy as they were. I saw I saw these some a couple of people. I've never been to Japan, but people that I know have, and they're like, "Yeah, dude, Friday nights like these guys work so hard all week that they just go get fucking annihilated, and they'll just like pass out on cars." And it's not like bums, not homeless people. No, it, businessmen. Yeah, it's like actual businessmen in $500 suits are just laying on the sidewalk and no one even pays attention to them. Like no one stops to help them or ask if they're okay. Everyone just steps over all these guys. And I saw on Instagram the other day a a guy that was so drunk passed out on the subway. The door would open and his head would fall out when it went to a stop. 
And then the door would start closing on his head and re and it, you know, wouldn't close. It would come back open until somebody would grab him by the shirt and lift him up. But they would only lift him up enough that till the door closed. And then they would lean him against the door again till they got to the next stop Man. and it would open and his dumb head would fall on the ground again. So I don't know. It's not, not doing much for stereotypes. <laughs> that, made, that made me think of that. Uh, okay. Thanks for, thanks for that email. Francis and Glendale salsa roja guy. Uh, okay. Here's another one. Gents, in honor of Mitch Trubisky's debut, Mitch is a terrible name, by the way. Would Ed rather see what Trubisky is packing or what Mitch from Dazed and Confused is packing? Ed, I think we have a Daily's Choice. We just stumbled into one. Daily's Choice, it's a choice I made. Daily's Choice, watch me shiver while you shake. In case you're new to the program, Daily's Choice is a game we play where Ed is confronted at urinals to either side of him with two well-known people. He has only a brief moment to decide whose dong he's going to check out. He has to make a choice. Ed, Mitch edition, Mitch Trubisky or Mitch from Dazed and Confused? Who's who's it going to be? Yeah, Or the the incoming freshman. Yeah, he's a baseball pitcher. Dude brought heat. Got long. Hey, he already he had, hooked up with an upperclassman. It'd be a lot cooler if he had a joint. That's right. People just gravitated towards him. He had like a confidence about him. Yeah, he was. He was. He took up his beating. He took his beating while his friends scattered in all directions. He just took his beating on his own. Was was pa- a, was Parker Posey his older sister? No, it was a, a cute chick who really didn't go anywhere at least uh, i don't yeah. remember seeing her or anything she was good looking she was the girlfriend of pink floyd right randall pink floyd yes exactly um, but she was attractive but I, I don't know what happened to her everybody else in that movie pretty much everybody else was famous but not her yeah or became famous yeah for sure um but uh i'm definitely taking uh mitch the the texas incoming freshman I mean, oh, really? I know I know he's under underaged. Yeah, but. that is a little. I mean, you're, it's you're not trying to jerk him off. No, you're just having I just, a glance. I have a feeling he's packing because he's so confident. Here's here's the problem with Mitch Trubisky. He was Mitch Trubisky until the NFL draft, and then he insisted he's Mitchell. Oh no, this is like Mike Jordan. You Mike, know how I said, Michael. Like, yeah, you know how I said. Uh, you can't change teams after 10. Yeah, Mike Vick. When adults start changing their name as adults, that's totally, not Totally, okay. totally. You just get, you just have the name you have. Here's my problem. I would probably have to glass Mitch from Days and Confused Dong, and yet that would make me a little uncomfortable because he, after all, he is a minor. Although maybe the actor... That played the role, yeah, maybe the it was actor. Like, I'm talking about the actor who looks like uh, the old San Francisco Giants pitcher. Uh, what's his name? Tim. Tim. Uh, Tim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim. What was his name? He's he's an MVP. Tim. I know he was great. I want to say Kirkchin, but that's the no. that's the writer. Oh my god! How could I not think of this? He's he's five eight. He throws all weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, him. Um, I the problem for me is. Other than there being a fucking huge dude next to me at the urinal, 
I couldn't pick fucking Mitch Trubisky out of a lineup. I don't know what the fucking yeah. guy looks like. Yeah, I I follow college football. I cannot remember what he, he looks like from no, last year in college. No, he's a big, goofy white guy. I, I, I would not, if you lined up 10 guys and said, pick out Mitch Trubisky. Lincecum. Tim Lincecum. Shouldn't it be Lincecum? It, uh, it that, does. Well, that pronunciation's little, always driven too me crazy. Much like semen. Right. Well, yeah, Lincecum. It's got cum at the end. Yeah. Could the noun cum? Problematic. Horrible. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd take Mitch from Days and Confused. That movie, right. st- I saw it a few years ago, really still holds up. Richard Linklater. Yes. Dazed and confused. One of those movies that you think, oh, it might not be as good anymore, and you watch it again. Still just a fucking it's fantastic really movie. Uh, speaking of movies, I just read 20 years ago today. Saw that. Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Classic. Great movie. Such Holds a good up movie. Well. Oh, well. So fucking good. Heather Graham. Uh, Julianne Moore, Burt Reynolds. Like, you thought that was going to relaunch Burt Reynolds into some shit, and of course it didn't. Yeah, as it turns out, still not very talented. Just, yes. You know. He's good in that, though. Bill Bill Macy, all those guys. Oh, Mace, Cheadle? Uh, who's the guy? A Cheadle? Uh, stop calling it pornography. Um, who's the other well, guy? Alfred, Alfred, the guy. Uh, Molina? Alfred Molina. Scene oh, stealer. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Ah, oh, the best. Oh, R.I.P. Fucking idiot. I was I was just walking the other day. I can't remember where I was, and I and I, I was reminded, or it just came into my brain that Philip Seymour Hoffman is dead. Yeah, and I got so fucking bummed out. That's yeah, just one of those ones that's such a bummer. That guy was so was fucking awesome. talented. Always. Always. Just so good in everything. Anything that guy's in, you're just Even watching like him. Even like that mediocre Ben Stiller, Jennifer Aniston movie. He Long, was great yes, in it. Yes, he was. He's great in everything. When he played Art Howe in Moneyball, like ev- everything he's in. That You know what he's great in is that um, P.T. Anderson movie where Adam, um, Adam Sandler, Punch yes. Drunk Love. Punch Drunk Love. He's kind of like this quasi heavy in that movie. So fucking good. Such a bummer. Miss that guy. And yeah, yeah I might have to rewatch Boogie Nights. I haven't seen it in a couple of years and I fucking love that movie. Great. Speaking of people that are great. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the president of the United States right now. <laughs> Donald Trump. I don't know if you know it, but that guy, just read his Twitter. He is fucking always accomplishing great shit. He'll tell you. Got the best words. Yes. He's great. What is he up to now? He doesn't really like know how to use punctuation quotes. at <laughs> all. He puts quotes around weird words. A lot of times I'll do that in text just to be funny, like somebody's name to make fun of their name. I'll just put it in quotes. But uh, – this he does it, but he's the president, and he doesn't really know like to put a space after a comma. Yeah, he doesn't know things. Yeah, he doesn't really know things, and he really spells things wrong a lot, which is weird because it just tells you how to spell shit on there. Like if you mess up, it just fixes it for you most of the time. Um, but other than that, I mean, he's doing a pretty great job. What else is he yeah. up to, Ed? Well, he's he's actually uh, an accomplished uh, 
athlete too. Uh, recently, uh, I guess maybe yesterday, uh, South Carolina Senator and, and constant, are we sure he's straight politician, Lindsey Graham? Lindsey? Yeah. That's one I would put in quotes. Lindsey? Well, his first name is the most masculine thing about him. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but anyway, they recently played golf, um, and he took to Twitter to publicly thank the president. Really enjoyed a round of golf with President At real Donald Trump today, the South Carolina senator tweeted, President Trump shot a 73 in windy and wet conditions. He then followed it up with another pathetic tweet. How bad did he beat me? I did better in the presidential race than today on the golf course. Great fun, great host. What a cuck. Now, Brian, what's more pathetic the fact that Trump's underlings are fawning over his golf game like he's a North Korean supreme leader, or the fact that that's probably one of the three least political stories I could find this this week in sports. <laughs> yeah, we really have we try we try not to touch we the try. political <laughs> third rail here, but it's three quarters of all news, including sports. Yeah, it's it's pervasive, unfortunately. Um, the like, how big of a fucking pussy are you? Like, how subservient are you to this guy? And how afraid of him do you have to be? To Like, n- Kim Jong-un or, or Kim Jong-il when they, you know, the old days when somebody claimed he shot like a 19 or something right. on an 18 holes. Like, murder is on the table. Every day around that guy. Trump, you at least wouldn't think he'd be executed for not lying about his golf game. Yeah, but he could freeze you out or he could light you up on Twitter. So if you don't kiss his ass and praise his 73, I have serious doubts. Was he playing from the ladies tees? Even then. Even then? There's no way he's shot 73 unless he was fixing a bunch of lies. Like there's no, I did hear, I did see him on somewhere. He's like, I'm the best putter. Like no one's a better putter than me. I'm I'm the best. I've heard from like a friend of a friend, like because he was part of golf courses in the, in this area. So from wall street, like I heard he's an amazing golf player for a, like a regular person. Right. Cause he plays so much golf. Yeah. But 73. That's a good score. At 71 years old. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not in, I would say not in great shape. Right. You know, say, when you, I'd when say you, less optimal shape than you'd want to be. Well, he's got be. big old titties, and I don't feel like he really to shoot real low like that. You cannot, you can't make any mistakes. You got to fucking hit it down the middle every time. You got to get your greens in re- regulation. You gotta, uh, you know, you can't three putt. You got to just be a fucking stick. I played one time with my dear friend, Travis Rogers, who is a bit of a stick and he shot a 73 and I was like, fuck, that's a good fuck. I mean, and it was like a sort of a shorter course. I think we played the whites that day and, uh, just sort of by accident. And, but still like anybody that can get around a fucking golf course or in only any golf course. In yeah, only seventy three swings. Years old. No, I, no, I'm no, I'm agreeing with you. Um, but it's it's even if he did, he maybe he he probably did. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. He did shoot seventy three. But to tweet someone else's right. golf score—that's true, right? Even if it's a hundred percent 
Correct? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I mean, you just sound like such a little bitch. Like, ooh, look what he did. Like, I'm so, he's my master. I'm so subservient to him. Super, like, not very masculine, Lindsay. In quotes. quote. <laughs> Weird, because he, he does come across as very macho. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh-huh. what, what, what else is going on? A Westwood, New Jersey man was banned for life after uh, from the Pee Wee Football League after he choked his son's 16-year-old coach. Yeah. It's, Peter, Peter Iapelli went ballistic when the coach of six- to eight-year-olds rota- rotated Iapelli's son out of the quarterback position. Oh, after, no. After the co- coach informed the dad he was making the move, Iapelli, 50 years old, approached the team coach and extended his hand. An eyewitness said, what looked like a handshake turned into a bear hug that turned into a chokehold. Iapelli was arrested and subsequently banned for life from the league. Now, Brian, without seeing any game tape, what are the higher odds that Iapelli's son becomes a professional quarterback or that Iapelli's son becomes a complete asshole? Um, yeah, I don't, I just don't feel like he's really got pro aspirations. Here's the thing is when you're playing youth sports, if you have potential to be a really good athlete, nobody's rotating you out of the quarterback position. Like you would just be, they'd be like, oh, fucking leave him there. Like he's good. Let's just have him there. What I want to know is this is in. Westwood is this yeah, like? I looked it up. It's it's actually kind of it's like a half hour from here. Oh, I was gonna say I was wondering if this was like the suburban Philly part. No, of, no, no. This is very much a New York suburb. Yeah, I looked northern. It up. I, I, I don't North know it. Jersey. The thing is, I don't know neighboring towns around sure, here because sure. the only neighboring town that matters is New York City, Manhattan. Right, that's across right. the river from here, so I don't really look westward. But yeah, it's it's pretty close. Do you is would there be a concern if you're coaching Pee Wee football and you're coaching a kid called Iapelli? Like, <laughs> would you? Is there? Do you want to like when like, the guy accidentally backed over uh, Gotti's son? Right. Yes. Like disappeared. That guy. Yeah. It's like if you you don't you won't. Want to make sure, you know, who you're dealing with. It's kind of like that time that, um, that, um, uh, the Terminator 2, he was playing cards with Tony Soprano. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert Patrick. They they were just like neighbors or buddies or something, (laughs) Robert Patrick. And they were, they were playing cards. And then before you knew it, like Tony owned his sporting goods shop and was like laundering money through it. Gave, gave the SUV to the daughter. Yeah. It's like, you know, you just, you gotta be, you just gotta know who you're dealing with. I assume. Cause I mean, I don't like, I know that the, that the mafia that's just made up. That's not a real thing. Yeah. There are social clubs in Hoboken that like you look in, you're like, this seems odd. Right. Right. This doesn't, this doesn't feel good. A lot of a lot of guys that are their union reps. Yeah, they're, they're, they represent the plumbers, the carpenters. Yeah, that's of the older generation. Hoboken right. is like yuppies. Yeah, and then those guys, right? And yeah, yeah. and then like Puerto Rican. <laughs> a lot of guys, a lot of guys in like velvety velour 
tracksuits. They're, they're open. Re- like there are legit, and I would take a picture, but I don't. No, want no, to don't do that. Picture. Don't do that. <laughs> no, don't do that. But there are like there are like four social clubs, right? Like in town, you're like, so, what? What's going on in there? So yeah, you're like, it's Tuesday at ten thirty in the morning. You're better. When I first moved to town, I went into one because I thought it was a bar. They're like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Oh, really?" Bar? (laughs) Well, I didn't know what I didn't know what a social club was. (laughs) I saw a bar, and I was like, "All right," because I I was like going to meet my buddy out, and I was like, "All right, I'll go out first. I'll find a place, and I'll tell tell you where to go." Yeah, and And they're like, "Sorry, into a place private club. This isn't a bar." I was like, "Oh, Uh, it looks like a bar." Yeah, like no, 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 no. you're not you're not looking at a bar. Irish, not welcome. (laughs) <laughs> Nina, no Irish need apply. Yes. Um, yeah, I would, if I were this coach, like I would have maybe not allowed this to make the newspaper. Yeah, this guy is, sounds like a guy that's a little unhinged, but maybe just, you know, let it go. Like he was having a bad day. He's really had high hopes for his kid, Iapelli Jr. Six to eight years old. What yeah. what importance does the quarterback position they have? They can't even age? throw. They just have to run it every time. They can't get their arm past their helmet at yeah. that. But, uh, you know, this is the first fall in many years that I'm not coaching soccer. Oh, yeah. What like happened I, with that? Well, I just retired. I retired. Oh, you did? You didn't You didn't volunteer? Well, because it's, they're up to fourth and second grade, and I feel like now they're starting – like there starts to be like skills – yeah, and kids do travel soccer, and so oh, no. what am I going to add? Oh no! Then it's, the coach, then the yeah. coach of my fourth grader, is like, "Oh, uh, sorry, I'm not going to be here for the next two weeks. Can anyone coach?" And it was like a game of chicken. Like right, everybody starts everybody, looking at their shoes. Yeah, nobody did anything, and then of course I was like, uh, I, I, "I'll coach," and I coached. Two straight weeks of, yeah. of fourth grade soccer. Won both games. No, oh. lost, lost badly in both. But instead of yelling at me, which is pretty much what got me out of it, I was really uncomfortable. There was a dad like really laying into his daughter. Oh my fucking god! And that was that was even that was even worse than like yelling at me because I can yeah. just be like, ah, eh, go fuck yourself. Like I just had to like stand there and like. I, I didn't want to tell him to not talk to his daughter that way, but like, because he seemed like he wanted to fight, but it was really yeah. uncomfortable. Oh my God. Parents you know, are the worst. Yeah. They say, and this is a lot of dads, parents listen to the show. They say that you're not really supposed to review or discuss your kid's performance in youth sports games. Because it's they wear that they fucking they stress about it and it and it builds up on them it causes them anxiety. You're just supposed to say, "Did you have fun?" Right. I'm proud of you. That's it. Right. I like to, to I like fun. to pick I like to pick a good moment. Yeah. Be like, wow, that was, that was cool pretty when impressive. You, you, yeah. you did that was great. Exactly. I like how you I like how you stayed down on that ground ball or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. You know, I like that you yeah, I like that you were up dude. there swinging the bat. And you could you could feel like the daughter was really struggling so with it, sad. and the I hate dad that. was fucking late. What? Where is your commitment? And it was like, oh, this is wreck. Like most of these kids are trash. Yeah, like including my son. There, right. there are a lot of bad athletes here. Right. Your daughter has, if she's doing travel on the side, like 
you know, keep the keep the Good instruction there. Like he Good was crushing you, it. Yeah, like you're so into it. Just calm down. I used to I coached both my kids in soccer when they played and I uh I one year my daughter was on a team where there was one girl on our team that was so good that she could have scored if she wanted to, she could have scored 20 goals a game. Like she could just dribble around every and they were little. Oh, I know is- I know those kind of kids. Like when there's one kid who's just five yeah. times, ten times as good yeah, as the next. She could have been playing with like, you know, they were like six, and she could have been playing with like twelve year olds. Like none of the other kids on either team could even kick the ball. And she was dribbling around, she could run down and score. And I would be like, Hey, maybe hang back, you know, like just don't just don't come past midfield after she had like eight goals in the first right, quarter or whatever. Yeah, what's the point? I'd be like, just stay back on defense. And, and but her dad would like really like, you know, he was really trying to work with her in the game. Like it was like kind of like you're talking about. It was like practice for her. This she was on this team just to kind of keep her in shape for the other teams that she was on or whatever. Right. Same and situation. It's just so uncomfortable. Like, God, dude, like stop trying to live through your kids. Like if they love it, they're going to love it. If you try to force them to love it more, you're only going to burn them out on it and ruin it for them. So just like let them come to it. Let them enjoy it. Yeah. Agreed. What else is going on? Well, this was uh Probably the most widely reported sports story from the past weekend. Yeah. Video surfaced of Miami Dolphins offensive line coach Chris Forster uh, doing lines of clown powder and professing his love for his pregnant Instagram girlfriend. Kiwana Nije? Sure. Uh, She's a model based out of Las Vegas. Yeah. Oh, Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. A lot of and, private private modeling. Like what runways is she walking? Yeah. I mean yeah. the 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 term model has really exploded in recent years. It real like if you take lots of pictures of your butt on Instagram, you're a model. You're yeah. a model. You take pictures well, I mean, of your butt. I know something about modeling cuz I was a child model. Is that true? Oh yeah. I did like I did a runway or two. You did. Yeah, when my mom, oh, I don't know, no. like my mom was one of those like, oh, my kid's yeah. so cute. He can model yeah. clothes. And like I did some like local department store Shut modeling shit. up. This is breaking news. Oh, I've got a pretty, pretty terrible picture of me. when I. But we're talking like I was four or three. I was yeah, four. let's get that on Instagram. Like when are we going to see that? Yeah, I'll find it. I'll find it. Okay. Um. Yeah, um, so this – Dolphins O-line coach. Yeah. So he he was and it was confirmed by people who know new things. He was definitely recording this video in the uh Dolphins facilities, like in one of the office. Well like one of one of the offices. And also he says, like, can you believe I'm doing this at work or something? Yeah, Going into I'm a, a meeting. I'm like, about to go into a meeting. Yeah, what? he's really proud of it. Do you have uh yeah, I actually hold on. I think I have the video here. Let's see. Let's see if we can hear this. Hey, babe, miss you. Thinking about you. How about me going to a meeting and doing this before I go? That's the that's the inhalation of the cocaine. Not a lot of gray area here. It's big grains falling, but I miss you. I miss you a lot. This this guy's like every cokehead at a party he's like really into the co- notice those gr- big grains falling like what what are you talking about 
<laughs> no weirdo. I don't care. Yeah, this does another one. Yeah, going for it. Yes. Wow. This guy's so creepy. Oh my God. Oh, he's got a goatee. He's old as shit, too. How old is this guy? I think he's in the 60s. Yeah, he looks. I, I looked up to see if he's still married, and I guess he's been separated for like 10, 12 years oh. kind of thing. But he got married in 85. Like, he's, right. he's, old he's as an fuck. older gentleman. Yeah. It's, that's not good for your heart to be doing yayo. Do, now, do we know it was yayo? I read, I think I read in the comments that somebody thought it might be um, crushed up Percocet. Yeah, that's the, what you do off your, your Instagram girlfriends. That's what he's... Pussy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've never. So that's that sounds about right. I've never done any. I've never done any cocaine off anybody's genitals. Yeah, as far as I <laughs> well, know. Yeah. yeah, my I was thinking. My question is, uh, oh, yeah, like what's what's the end game for posting a video like this? Like she's yeah. pregnant, so she cannot enjoy cocaine unless she's really not caring about that baby. Um, yeah, yeah. So him just letting her know he's enjoying life. Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. if you're if you're cutting back on the booze, like seeing a friend drink beer doesn't make you happier. No, no, it's really it's it doesn't seem like it was too well thought out, Ed. I got it. And then <laughs> and then are we you know, there was a lot of outrage and it made me think, are we supposed to be surprised that an offensive line coach does cocaine? Well, I mean, isn't that the job? It's 2017. I didn't think anybody still did cocaine. <laughs> well, you're you're a 60 year old offensive line coach. Like, what else is getting you going? <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty good paycheck. Although I didn't, it only just now occurred to me. This is Miami. Like, doesn't everybody? Don't you go get a Cuban coffee and just do a bump to like? get going in the morning. Isn't that just pretty common? Cocaine cowboys. Yeah. Isn't it like you go in the, you go in the bathroom at the office and it's, it's like RoboCop where what's his name's just like doing lines in there. Like you're just, you're just doing it. Like you're just like, everybody's just doing Coke. It's, it's Miami. It's how they do it. What do you think the average NFL offensive line coach pulls down in a year Ed? salary? We're talking. Like an average guy, like this guy. I mean, I think it's a pretty good living. I would say like eight hundred thousand. Oh, right. like a high. I think that's high. I think that's high. Seven hundred, maybe. I would say like in the four range. Yeah, would probably be pretty, pretty good. I mean, uh, offensive line. That's a pretty useless coach. You don't really <laughs> well, need him. I, I actually have an opinion on this. Because the Redskins' previous offensive line coach was this guy, and they were terrible. And then they got the guy, Bill Callahan, the, the Raiders coach. Oh, he's, he's, he's been reduced to offensive line? Yes, and their offensive line is really good now. Was it the same guys? Say, it's the same guys. So 
I, I always wondered where their focus was. Well, apparently the coach in meetings wasn't really giving it his all. That's yeah, that's could be true. His maybe his mind was elsewhere. Like somewhere He's on labia in Las Vegas. Uh, yes. Also, like, what is what's in it for this Instagram model? Like to put him on blast. Yeah, it was really dumb. Oh, her excuse really was stupid. It was like, well, I'm trying to show the injustices, racial injustices that a white coach can do this. Well, but like, I don't she think was a trying white to tie. Coach it. Can do that because he got fired. <laughs> he resigned the next day. Right. I don't think that like I don't think that she's like making out any better than a black guy would be in the same position. I think right. they both yeah, just he get was fired. the door. And uh, I was yeah. he's got kids. Yeah. And remember like how uncomfortable it was to see a sex scene with your yeah. parents and just knowing that they yeah. know. Yeah. His kids know that he, the dad likes to do cocaine off of a Vegas models vagina. Yeah. Like what, when he goes to kiss his sis, his uh, daughter, They're like, oh, hey, princess. He's like, yeah, you know what? Thank you. Come here and give I your dad a kiss on the lips. That, I know where that mouth has been. <laughs> give, me, give, give me your old man. It's, I'm going through a hard time, honey. <laughs> Come over here. First of all, do you have any blow on you? If not, that's, that's fine. <laughs> I have my own, you but if you, if you don't mind, just come over here and give your, give your old dad a nice big kiss on the lips. <laughs> no, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass. I'm that is, pass. that is kind of one of those awkward things. So like, because weed, we're in a era where weed is like more normalized. And I remember like when I was in high school, there were people whose parents smoked weed and it was like yeah my my buddy's parents smoke weed and i was like they're the coolest people yeah totally and i knew people like that and that they would you know kind of like leave a little let you come pinch their stash or whatever my parents didn't smoke weed my parents didn't, didn't do anything cool but now it's like your now it's like your parents could be your parents could just smoke weed like they don't have to pretend like they don't smoke weed in the cool states yeah. We still have got Chris Christie, not a lot. Oh yeah, yet. well it's it's coming. You'll you'll be okay. It's coming to an end in November. But I don't like. I'm not really looking to just do a J with the old man. Yeah, you know, it's just not. I'm not like really. You know, it's a weird time. You don't. There's just certain things. Yeah, a beer with the old man is where sure. it has to end. Sure. Yeah, that's like the level. That's like the extreme level. Like you don't want to talk. You don't want to like talk about. You don't want to hear about your parents' sex lives, even if it's not with each other. You know, it's like you're just not. There's just certain lines you want drawn, and you definitely yeah. don't want to see your dad on the internet just bombing <laughs> blow lines or Percocet or whatever. And really it is. being really pathetic. Oh, yeah, I know, I know you'd really love it. Like when your dad puts on his sex voice, like you don't, you don't want to be part of that. No. Now, imagine like those Kardashians. I'm guessing. I'm guessing your children don't hear low talking Brian. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. <laughs> I, imagine like those Kardashian kids are going to grow up and they're going to know. You know, like there's just going to know like what what happened yeah. to mom. Hey, how, how did mom get famous? I, 
I, I still can't figure it out because she got really famous, but I don't see her doing a lot. <laughs> yeah. She just hangs out and like organizes her closet. Yeah. Like people just kind of pay her to be. So like she must have done something to how get her did here. She, how did she become so well known? And I, I was going to do the story right now about the, yeah. um, well, the headline is pumpkin spice smell leads <laughs> to, and that's all I can see because I've exhausted my Washington Post stories. I, I can, I can tell you the story. Okay. Yeah. Tell me. They smelled, they smelled some sort of pumpkin. Uh, no, they smelled some sort of burning and they had a school evacuation. It turns out like one of the teachers was just burning up pumpkin spice candles. Uh, well, what a monster. <laughs> this that should be in now, when I'm the king, that will be equally as embarrassing as doing cocaine on video and sending it to your stripper Las Vegas girlfriend. Now, there are a lot of stories that I think you're qualified to talk about, but the guy who microwaves fish probably <laughs> probably can't weigh in on olfactory assaults. <laughs> I uh, I was grocery shopping the other day. And I was like, got some, had some fresh salmon. Not the, not that farm shit. It's good shit. The real shit. Don't eat that farm shit. They give it pellets to give it the color. And the color is like real kind of like murky. So don't eat farmed salmon, weirdos. If you don't eat farmed salmon, they'll stop farming salmon. So that's what we want. I was buying some fresh salmon and I got like some halibut. I'm trying to like do like mostly fish for dinner. And uh, I was with Fancy Sauce, and she's like, oh, what about this? There's, like, some lean cod or something from New Zealand. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 I bought that before. And she's like, it's good, right? And I'm like, it's good, but it doesn't really stand up to microwaving. <laughs> like, certain fishes, you can microwave. Like all fish. No, no, no. Certain fish, like salmon's not too bad. Any kind of, like tuna, fresh, halibut, mahi, sea bass. But certain, like like rock rock cod, rockfish, doesn't, uh, you can't really go a second day with that because you throw it in the microwave to warm it up. You're... Workmates are not too happy with you. Take it from my experience. The same goes with them. Um, like Dover Soul. It's delicious. It's like a little lemon, some capers, just a f- like a flash fry in a hot, hot pan. It's very good. Very nice for dinner. But if you have some leftover and you want to take it to your work with you and warm it up in the microwave, no. just take it from me. Certain people are going to be pretty unhappy with you. All, when, all people hate you when you do that. So some, all fish, all hatred. Some fishes are better than others. Now this whole pumpkin spice phenomenon, and I blame you for this, Ed, because you love fall. Oh, it's fall. <laughs> we're, we're in fall, the best season. Yeah, it's the. College football. Hey, I like college football too. But you know what I don't like? is fucking cinnamon candles being lit everywhere I go. What the fuck is that? Pumpkin spice. That's not even a smell. A pumpkin doesn't have a smell. Those things don't smell like pumpkins. They smell yeah, like cinnamon. Does, I don't know what they're saying with pumpkin spice. Like, 
it's the spice that goes in pumpkin pie, I guess. But it's right. Yeah, it's like I, nutmeg. I but I, I, I like the smell enough. But like, no, you don't. It's it's gone overboard. But just like microwaving any fish, any and all fish, I don't I don't like when people light candles and like decide that their desire for a smell is your oh, desire for a smell. I 100% agree. I'm, no, you yeah. microwave fish. Uh, you're not. No, this is no noter. I'm very courteous. I make sure I don't buy the Dover sole. Oh, that's Dover the only sole. smelly fish? No, I don't buy the smelly, or I just don't, <laughs> I don't have leftovers of the smelly ones. It's, it's only the, the non-inoffensive smelling fishes that I will make use for my lunch. Let's find, okay, Betty Crocker, DIY pumpkin spice. Pump, hold on. Pumpkin spice is our go-to ingredient for baking in the fall. It's nutmeg. even better when it's homemade. Okay, I'm going to give you the, the ingredients right now. Cinnamon, nutmeg. Yeah, I would say. And there's something that's kind of like less sweet. What? Okay. Ground cinnamon. Ginger. That's like the more of the spicy. Nutmeg. Allspice. Which is a real bullshit name. Yeah, what is it? What is it? Allspice. Right. Hey, I got a spice. What's it? What, what kind? It's all of all them. Allspice. Yeah, it's all of them. It's every spice. Let's make a fucking nutmeg. everything bagel. Yeah. Um, and cloves. And cloves are disgusting. You ever accidentally bite into a clove? Fuck cloves. They just smoke clove cloves. gum. Yeah, disgusting. It's gross. Really I gross. do like, I, do, I will give you this. I love Thanksgiving. And I was at Costco the other day, and they already have the pumpkin pies out. And it's a little early. Like, let's, I get that it's the season when you are eventually going to have a pumpkin pie. But let's, let's save it up. Just because it becomes fall, you don't just start having fucking pumpkin pie every afternoon. No, you save <laughs> it for I Thanksgiving. Could. Like, why is there pumpkin pie out already? Pumpkin pie, delicious. I love pumpkin delicious, pie. But, but so yeah, good. You can't, you can't have it in October. No, you can't. You wait till Thanksgiving. It's early. It's early. It's early. It and there's a, there a whole case of them. Just thousands, hundreds of them there. To, who's, well, I don't we're understand. Costco, there are people that will eat cases of pies. They're Those speak, kind of places right. attract some serious eaters. You know how Costco has the samples, and yeah. uh, this this fancy sauce. They should she should change her name to confrontational sauce because she does always up to have a confrontation with someone. And we we're at Costco the other day, she and I, and there was a whole fucking crowd. It was real crowded. It was Sunday night. And it, I was starting yeah, to tough, and tough time to go shopping. I had had a couple glasses of whiskey the night before. Yeah. And so I was not feeling a hundred percent. I wasn't hung over, but I wasn't feeling a hundred percent. If you know what I mean? Right. And so, and it was so crowded. It was starting to stress me out. Like I, I could have used a Xanax or just a couple hits off somebody's duty. <laughs> or some kinda, whiskey. Yeah. Or some whiskey, just something to even me out a little bit because Every time I'd be like checking out an item and there'd be somebody three inches from me, like looking over my shoulder, checking out the same item. And I'd be like, dude, just move. So anyway, we get in like a traffic jam of 
samplers. People are waiting to sample something and we like can't get around them. And I, and, and fancy sauce is like, what's, what do you think it is? And I'm like, I don't know if it's probably fucking cracker or something, tortilla chip. Like it's pe- always like some weird dip on a chip. Yeah, that's kind of good though. Like if you're getting some dip, you might be like, you know, or taste a good cheese or something. Or sometimes I'll have like a meatball. You don't know how or long so- it's exposed. I don't, I don't, oh I don't go God. for after samples. They make it right there. So anyway, that's not the point. I'm like, it's probably like a fucking cracker or something. And she's like, she's like, you know what it is? It's probably fucking like bread. Cause we're near the breads. And I'm like, yeah, it's probably bread. And so we go around. And in fact, the sample lady is just toasting white bread. It's just white bread being toasted. And there were probably... Do people need to sample white bread? Yes. There were probably 30 people <laughs> in like a big ball with their carts in the way, blocking aisles. And I had to like, excuse me, I'm just going to, pardon me. And I had to like go through. And this fancy sauce is like, oh yeah, exactly. What did I tell you? Bread. Mm, I wonder if this is good bread. Real, everybody's just waiting Wait in line to have a taste of bread. You never tasted bread before? And she's like. Bread shaming. She's bread shaming. And she's like looking people in the eye as she's going by, like really wow. confronting them. And I'm like. And I, I don't was, think I could deal with that kind of conversation. Sometimes, sometimes I think it's funny when she does that. But at the state of mind I was in, I was like, oh, my God. Did you, can you not? Please just don't. And she's like, what? They need to know. These people need to know. This. She lives in a world where people have to be educated. Like they need her to tell them otherwise they wouldn't know. They wouldn't know <laughs> that white bread is <laughs> right. If she shit. wasn't she wasn't there to tell. White bread. That that's something you shouldn't crave after the age of six. No, it's so bad for you. But beyond that, it's just it's the worst bread. Yeah, it's yes. It's the worst bread. There's so many good breads. <laughs> white bread is like it tastes terrible. And it's terrible for you. Yes. Like you never, you don't go to a good, like one of those sandwich shops. Yeah, give me white bread. Where you live. Like. Oh, no. I don't feel that's like. Not, the, that's not possible. The proprietor, if you go in and you're like, give me a prosciutto and a gabagool and a mozzarella. <laughs> yeah. And you like have to say all the pronunciations. And then they're like, okay, what do you want that on? And you're like, white do you think that it, like the guy would like drop his pen and just like right. look at you like what the fuck is wrong with you? White? He would give the the youth soccer chokehold if he did that. Right. Yes. Exactly. He's probably <laughs> related to that guy. Uh, there's a story here about a guy that sent a dick pic to his company's HR manager, but I'm seeing that it's an yeah. old story. But right. it still but is the general rule is for just dick don't picks. do it. Number one, don't do it. Yeah. Number two, if you do. Make sure that camera is far away. Because remember Draymond Green's dick and it like, there were a lot of weird colors. Oh, you get yeah. Close he and got, like, he zo- gets blotchy. He zoomed in. Yeah. It yeah. was like kind of like purplish, but also like yeah, some looks pink like a Bob Ross painting. There he you gotta, is. You got to zoom out. Yeah, not good. And also like in general, nobody, unless you're a gay guy and you're sending right. a picture of your dick to another gay guy. Nobody wants to see a picture of your dick. It's kind of like sending a video of you doing coke to someone. Like they don't want to see that either. They really, no one's really going to be impressed by your dick or made horny by it unless it's a gay guy. So just in general, whether it's the HR manager at your company or some chick from Tinder or whatever, just right. equally from the dick pics. Equally bad idea. 
Totally agree. Okay. By the way, yeah. Uh, the United States did lose the trend. Did, oh, breaking news! Spoiler alert: If you've recorded the game, <laughs> FYI, just land in Donovan. What and the a boys. time to be a t- toboggan! Is that what they're called? To, I understand that we have a new savior. You know how every couple of years oh, we have yeah. a savior. Yeah, there's Freddie Adu. Yeah, Christian Poles. Oh yeah, see, Pulse. that's the guy. Yeah, he's our savior. Yeah, I've heard how come about he's him. how come he's not saving us? Yeah, apparently, uh, apparently he's not that much of a savior because Un-all. we've got Trinidadians and Tobagans. Oh, are they are they celebrating? Is this was this game played? Is this a friendly? I'm not, wa- I'm not watching. I just clicked oh, over on oh. ESPN to see what was up, and it said FT, which is full time. They can't even just put final. They oh, gotta be really full cute time. Fucking. So, oh, because it's not like up, an, they count up. There's a lot of bullshit with yeah, soccer. Extra time. Yeah. And the only only the guy on the field knows the time. Right. How, but we have the right, internet. Right. No, he's like, now. oh, three minutes left. And so what you're supposed to count to 180, or you just kind of hope you've got it figured out? Well, like can't they link the booth? The can't the stadium be linked to the referee's little Stopwatch. You mean like every other sport? Yeah. Like, can't yeah, we all think. just know the time? Or can we do that thing where, like, the referees, like, Jerry Seaman or uh, <laughs> Jerry Seaman, Jerry Mark Bright? Yeah. Or Mark Bright or um, Ed Hockley, where they're like, can you put reset the um, play clock to 27 seconds? That's right. Like, they could do that in soccer, too. Like, when they go to extra time, he could just, like, you know, tell people, hey, there's there's five minutes and 12 seconds of extra time or whatever. No. Uh, okay. sorry, sorry about the pitch, guys. Yeah. R.I.P. American soccer. And I don't, you know, hey, I'm not a hater. I just, it's just, I'm overwhelmed by it. I'm overwhelmed oh, my, my, that it's yeah, always there. Yeah, my whole fall is now soccer. Yeah. Because my, my younger son is is really good. So oh, is he? he's doing travel and fucking wreck. So this weekend I've got like four games. Are you going to have a, are you guys saving up money for um, therapy for all the uh, incriminating photographs your wife posts to Facebook of um, your kids crying or like after you like ruin something for them. Like she really seems to revel in the the dark moments. And I, I gotta be honest. I enjoy it. I, you know what it it is? It brings, it brings me happiness. I told her that like, don't be the person that just bores the shit out of everyone with your kids. So she only posts pictures of them crying. She, She does. She does a good job. Like when I post zero <laughs> pictures. You've never seen me post a picture of me. You know, I know that's your claim to fame. You wrote a book about cereal, A. You're on this yep. podcast, two. C, you've never posted a picture of your children on social never. media. Never. Okay. Joining us now, Ed. Yeah. You know her. She comes on, she tells us what's going on in pop culture on this show. Occasionally, she has a conundrum, but most importantly, the most important thing she does in life is she educates people. She tells people what they need to know, that having a sample of white bread is not okay. Often, she often 
finds these moments. Can you confirm that this was a line for white bread? Yeah, Kate, join us now, our very own pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauce. Have How you, you doing, Fancy? Have you guys hey, been Kate. talking smack about me? Not smack. No, can you confirm that people were waiting <laughs> yeah, for white bread? Yeah, confirm my story about what happened at Costco. I don't know. It might have been multigrain. No, it was white. It was a, multigrain is at least something. No, like, no, 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 it nothing. was not. It was white. If if anything, it, it's fucking toast. It could have never had toast before. It could have been a um, it annoyed a good me. piece of toast is delicious. It annoyed it me. It could have so been a, a potato loaf. You know, potato oh. bread. Yeah, like it was that, that way, color. The way things. people yeah. like scamper around for. Free it's shocking. Samples it's shocking. Costco, it's shocking. Like they're starving refugees. It's so when I was, weird, and it just like it weirds me out. If it were a meatball or a chicken wing, I could understand it. And there's always those people that come up and like push in and yeah. like, just grab stuff when you've been. Well, like, there's people waiting that are for just it. there for the samples. I know, it's crazy. They're just there. Well, people are monsters. Right. When I when I was monsters. on a trading floor and everybody oh, yeah. was overpaid. If somehow there was free pizza one day, oh, yeah. there'd be a fucking stampede. Yeah, it's true. It's true. People are fucking monsters with free shit. It's true. Yeah. You're absolutely right, especially when it comes to food. Well, I like to sample shame. Yeah. Hey, y'all. My hobbies. Here's a fuck, Mary kill. This is for you, Kate. Probably going to kill them all. Bill, Co- Bill Cosby. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. Anthony Weiner. That's from that's from our friend Ish, everybody's favorite Ish in Memphis, Tennessee. Kate, what's it going to be? Bill Cosby, fuck Mary Kill. Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein. Okay. Anthony Weiner. I guess I'll have to fuck Weiner. Fuck Weiner's Weiner. Well, that means you're going to have to marry one of these guys. And I'm going to marry Harvey. <sighs> No. Well, have you seen his wife? She's super hot. Yeah, but and he, he's so rich. He doesn't sexually harass his own wife. Yeah. Um, well, I was thinking Kaz because he's. Oh, he's about to die. On the face. He's about to die. I'm going to marry him. Yeah. No, oh, you're marrying Harvey Weinstein. Um, and you're going to kill Bill Cosby. But, but I think when you marry, there are certain duties that are expected yeah, of that marriage. Yeah, it means you got to blow him on the regs. That's a. He's probably the most disgusting. He's even and more disgusting than Mr. Skin Tag. I don't have to oh, do that. Oh, you think so? I think tell me what I think I'm Weinstein's do probably ma- the grossest. You don't get to tell me what Bill, I'm going to do in my marriage. Um, I'm not going to do any of that stuff. Bill Cosby for sure has a grosser dick than Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> I got I got to disagree I, with well, that. you think the skin tags are all over his dick. Of course. He's got if if skin like Occasionally, I get some skin tags like in my armpits. It's pretty disgusting. But if you have, you know, you can have those burned yeah. off, right? If you have, I've had them burned off. And you know what they do is they just kind of like sometimes they'll just like cut them off with a little thing. No, but, they do that. Okay, um, but, this is hold on. Nitrous. Um, all I'm saying is, is if you have visible skin tags, you have way more invisible skin tags. You know what I'm saying? He's I would like the, you to kiss my skin tags. Look, look no, at my dick. It's covered in extra skin. Pudding pop. I also have them all over my balls. My ballsack. My balls are covered. I'm going to marry Harvey Weinstein and I'm probably going to poison him. He's rich as fuck. Well, no, he's not. He's only into chicks that don't want it. So he would never bother you. I don't think. He forces sex on Georgina. people. Georgina. Is sexing him regularly. Shh, spoiler alert. I saw in the local news that she's 
asked for a divorce. Ooh. I was going to say, I'm sure I wonder. Harvey Weinstein's wife. I wonder what she I never do. looked at her. I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we'll get to that. You should Google her okay. because she is beautiful. <clears throat> okay. She's a fashion designer. We have a, more email. She's a label called Mar- Marquesa. Brian, Ed, and Kate. Hoping you guys can help me out. Probably. I was in field this weekend and approached a two set. I was peacocking with my turtle shell backpack and ski goggles. So obviously I was feeling it. I was tossing negs. I don't, I don't even some, understand. Somebody any of these else words. I got the game. I got some indicators of interest from the Ugo one. So I isolated her and really ratcheted up the Kino. Having said all this, I'm looking for a really cool name to go by because Dean isn't cutting it. I was thinking the Enigma or Sphix. S P H I X. Thoughts, Dean, aka Sphix. Wait. Okay. I didn't understand those words. Ed, what was he saying? Ed, he's, do you remember in the like mid 2000s? There was a phenomenon. There was a book written by Neil Strauss. It's called The Game. Yes, and I, it, do, I do know about that. He, was, yeah, yeah. He, I think they're, they've been it's making it into a movie. Hella cool guy. He's picking up. Tips. So he infiltrated. I personally read it when it came out. Yes, he. And I got that's where I got I, my game. From. I've also read it. He uh, he infiltrated this. He didn't infiltrate. He just was kind of like intrigued that there was this group of. Guys, pickup artists called the pick. They're called to call themselves pickup artists. At that, they sort of turned picking up chicks into a scientific pursuit, right? And they had sort of their own language that Dean clearly speaks. Now, I will say this: the the most famous of all the pickup artists, of course, Mystery. Mystery got he got a show on VH1 after the game came out. Approached him to do a reality show where he trained other pickup artists. So the Enigma, too close to mystery, too similar to mystery. Six See, is kind of sick. But Enigma is one of the better words in the English language. It's a great word, totally. And great word. It totally would um, get some indicators of interest going because you it would start a conversation about your name, the Enigma. But Sphix Sphix is so fucking badass. Also, Pickup's Fix. Yes. Oh, yes. Pickup's Fix. Pretty good. I like it. So good. That is my all time (laughs) favorite. And I did Google. Yeah. I did Google Georgina. Very impressive. I told yeah. you she is a hot she, piece. She has she sucked. Also, very talented. Harvey Weinstein's and successful. Oh God, can you imagine how pathetic she is on the inside for for her to be with yes. that dude? Yes. I always wondered. I always wondered. She's you know what his fucking balls she had a in her mouth. She had a fledgling fashion label. Yeah, and she needed somebody to finance it. And people make choices. She. Was she married pride. him, and she was yeah. before she knew it. Her her clothes are maybe, like stunning. Maybe he swept her dressing, off her feet. She was dressing all these movie stars for yeah. the red carpet and right. her creations. Yeah, and it's since become like a legit huge yeah. global label. Do you think it's gonna like not? No, it's gonna I suffer. Think it's, it's got its own thing going on. It's gonna suffer. Yeah. Uh, I encourage anybody that hasn't read the book Neil Strauss's The Game. It's, it's pretty about. Good. I think it came out in like 2005 or something. 2006. It reads like comedy. It is so fucking funny. And here's the thing about the whole pickup artist thing. It's 
and everybody knows a guy like this. These guys are one in a thousand guys. They, if you hit, if you strike up a conversation with enough chicks, eventually one is going to be into it. Like you're going to, you're going to do well with women. And especially if you have, if you approach the right kind of women that are receptive to you showing them magic tricks and what, what are some of the other stuff they do? They, they, they would bring a little bag. Magic with, tricks. They, yeah. They would read your palm. They would like put flint on, on girls, like sweaters. Yeah. Oh, lint. Then, like, yes. Lint. Yeah. And they'd be all like. Gross. Yeah. That because one of the things you do is you have to make yourself seem cool. So you, you nag <laughs> so the chick and you go, dumb. Oh my God, so what's that dumb, on your sweater? So funny. Totally works. Um, so yes, I love the game. Uh, okay. Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening? I got a couple of relationships. Oh, celebrity relationships. Oh, I love these updates. Yep. So Scott Disick, the Lord, the Lord, Lord Disick. Yep. Who, Ed, uh, who? do you know who that is? No. Scott Disick. I, I feel like I've heard this name on the, the show, but I don't Kourtney know. Kardashian who that is. for years. He's the father of Courtney Kardashian's children. Four children. Right. She's three, the one that nobody children. knows. Yeah. Right. She's the least well known. Yeah. So, and he's like an alcoholic, and you know, likes to get on the pills and the booze. Yeah. And he's had a lot of trouble staying sober. Yes. So they've mm-hmm. been broken up for a while, and he is now hooked up with Sophia Richie. The 20-year-old daughter of Lionel Richie. And yes. Scott Disick's like maybe 37. No, oh, how good yeah. would it be to so. pick up one of those, one, one of his daughters? Hello? Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> that's, that's how you <laughs> do sick. it. Yeah, that's, see? I mean, I don't know if this is true, but I did read that um, Lionel. I'll write a book about it. But Lionel was none too happy about that. Ed, are you in the pickup community? The did you study under mystery? Because you're you're clearly would be able to sarge one yeah. of the um, a buddy gave me that book yeah and I was like you know what I'm out of the game and like yeah I don't even want to know what the what the moves are no it's it's just so funny it's though. a good just comical read because the guys are so sad and I think Neil has since written an, another book about his it's called the truth. Yes, that, about, about his, finding an actual and being in an actual relationship. And learning who he really was through right. that whole pickup artist thing. So very interesting. He also has a good yeah. podcast, by the way, The Truth Barrel mm-hmm. with Neil Strauss and Gabrielle Reese, if you want to listen to that. Uh, okay, what else? Oh, and my second um, celeb relationship update is that Kate Hudson, soon to be off the, oh, officially off the market. She loves to fuck. now engaged to her boyfriend, Danny Fujikawa, I believe his name is. Oh, an Asian guy, Japanese. Mm. You've Googled him. I have? Is he a director? Has he directed things? I think he's in a band. Oh, he's in a band. Danny. You've looked him up before. I should know this. Oh, it's the first Danny that (laughs) comes up when I type in Danny. (laughs) Yeah, hold on. Three things Uh, to know about Kate Hudson's new man, Danny Fujikawa. I did a lot of research on my stories today. He doesn't look like a Fujikawa. He looks part... um, does he? Japanese or Asian. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he, well, does, he doesn't. She's, no, not really. I mean, a little bit, I guess. Um, well, good for him. She's super hot, and she definitely definitely likes to sling it around. She is not afraid to just get out there and fuck. Um, but now it seems like this Danny Fujikawa has tamed her, which is kind of a bummer for the rest of us who are hoping to sarge. 
Kate Hudson in a one set and Kino Escalate. Um, the big news of the week moving on is that um, singer Nelly has been accused of rape. Was actually taken into custody. I, to me, the most shocking thing about this story is that Nelly was on tour. It's getting hot in here. Right. So take a fall. Does he still mm-hmm. rock the, the band-aid? The band-aid? Or is it like, did that get phased out at some I point? Like I, I think it would have had to have. Yeah, yeah. Phased out. Is he from St. Louis? He's so dumb still wearing that band-aid. I'm not positive, but I'm just guessing that Nelly is from St. Louis. I think so. He is. Okay. I'm not 100% sure. Right. He rarely he rarely mentions it. He doesn't wear really any St. Louis related articles of clothing, so tough to tell. Um, Wasn't he like a minor league baseball player? I think so. I think he's like a good athlete. I think. Yeah, Nelly. So I don't know if you know, but a few days ago, I think maybe it was on the weekend, he was accused of raping a woman on his tour bus. The accuser claims Nelly didn't use a condom when he insulted her. Of course, his lawyer is calling BS on the allegations. Consensual. I believe he was taken into custody. So anyway, um, his girlfriend, whose name is Chantel Jackson, is sticking by him. Oh, yeah. Her ex, Floyd Mayweather, so she is a type. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, She's been with Nellie at least um, since 2014, though, and she is apparently sticking by her man. Um, She also appears in a reality show with Nellie, not sure what network it's on. Oh, it's on E, which I'll probably watch. Nelly has a reality She's show. Got, this Chantel Jackson has a very Car- Kim Kardashian look. Yeah. Oh, uh, that is a look. She uh, or he? Sorry, I'm looking at Harvey Weinstein's wife here, and she's very attractive. She is very attractive. Um, he this guy had one hit in like 2000, and he's got reality shows and tours and shit. Yeah. Nelly. I mean. Can, can Cisco catch a break? Thong, 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 thong. All night long. No, let but, me but see hot in here was thong. was like super popular. Like it was yeah. in the supermarket. Like it was yeah. it was everywhere. And it for a while. super sucks. Uh, okay, Kate. What else? Apparently, after this woman was assaulted by Nelly, raped actually. Um, apparently, according to the accuser. Nellie offered her money, but she declined. And then a woman came up to her and said, you got to go, kicked her off the bus and threw a hundred bucks at her. Oh yeah. That's what happens. That's what happens. Um, Bad customer service. So Nellie was arrested early Saturday morning for um, second degree rape and was released. What state was this in? Washington. Um, I believe it was in, yeah, it was uh, in Washington. It was a Seattle resident. Who knows? I mean, it seems dubious. Might not be. But it's one of those things, don't, both parties, don't put yourself in that position. Yes. Okay, Kate, what Um, else? I didn't get time to um, prep this Harvey Weinstein story, so I think we'll, Well, um, I'll talk about it next week. It's fluid. Hold on. No, we're talking about it now. It's developing. He's, so this Harvey Weinstein, it's, come out that he's been accused by I will say multiple 16 former and current executives and assistants at Weinstein's companies um, apparently have said they witnessed or had knowledge of unwanted sexual advances and touching and events associated with Weinstein's films 
and in the workplace. And now many well-known um, Gwyneth Paltrow has and come out. all these 16 people said that the behavior was widely known within yep. both Miramax and the Weinstein Company. Angelina Jolie has said he... Yeah, I haven't had a chance to catch ...sexually up harassed her. Uh, ha- who's well, the- Donna Karen said really something really shitty. Well, oh, she man, what is wrong with her? comments about um, the way women dress... Um, what is it? The which is really like nineteen eighty one. Yeah, yeah, it really was weird. We're, we're past yeah, that. It's weird. We're past that. Way past it. Catch up, Donna. Yeah, seriously. Uh, okay, Kate. What else? Yeah. So he's his career's over. He's well, when that when that uh, story, you know, as it trickles out. Yeah. I feel like some of the things, like everything's getting mixed together. Like one of the stories that was apparently buried like ten years ago was that he had a guy that would procure working girls for him, you know, wherever he went. Yeah. And like, that's a different story. Totally. Like, I feel like that marginalizes like, so he's a shitty husband or something like that's, that's taking away that he's actually doing something terrible to somebody he works with. Like, I feel like just, they're just throwing shit on the fire right now. But like some of the stories are way more important than others. Um, yeah, that's that's true. I mean, true. he'll be fine. He still owns twenty percent of the Weinstein Company, and he'll yeah. be able to go and invest. Well, he's rich he'll, as he'll fuck. He'll be able to go and invest. And let's in other film let's not forget, and- he's the monster that that made sure Shakespeare in Love beat Saving Private that's Ryan true. for Best Picture. That's true. He's what, a monster. What he's shit well, he's produced a lot of really good movies. I mean, he's produced all Tarantino. Yeah, and he, there there have been a lot of movies, but. He made sure he's a visionary in love one best picture. Yeah. He's also a monster. Yeah. He's a monster. All right. I assume that he will go on to and devote his life to his other obvious passion. CrossFit. Probably. Probably. <laughs> uh, okay, CrossFit Kate. Contest. What else is going on? Um, I also love celebrity beefs. No, who doesn't? George Foreman wants to fight Steven mm. Seagal. Oh, interesting. Former heavyweight champion George Foreman is challenged. They're probably similar Legit. age, right? Big screen tough guys. I would say I life. think George Foreman's like in his like late sixties. Yeah. I like the former Foreman went on Twitter for his challenge and said, "I challenge you one on one. I use boxing. You can use whatever. Ten rounds in Vegas." So, I, so we were all fooled. Um, yeah. He said, Foreman replied that um, he's, he said he doesn't think the martial artist can really fight. So this, he can't. So this Steven Seagal, he comes around in the 90s and it was a real, it was a real boom time. Boon? Boon or boom? Boon. Boon time for action stars. There was well, it's just like there was enough with Stallone and Schwarzenegger. They just had some overflow. They, there was a right. little more demand. And this guy comes along, and he's a fucking action guy. And his whole thing was that he was a black belt in Aikido. Aikido, which turns out he just made up. Like that's right, so somersaults. Yeah, that's his thing. And the whole thing was like it's the it's a martial art where you use the other person's momentum against him. So his whole thing was like he would just like you would come at him and he would just like kind of step out of the way. So corny. And he would like punch you in the back of the ear as you went by. And it turns out that whole fucking thing was made up. 
so that's funny. not real it's so funny and how did we get suckered into this i guess foreman got riled up because apparently siegel made headlines last week for saying that the nfl players kneeling during the national anthem were a joke and an outrage so george foreman What's wants to steven segal he like lives in russia now yeah, like he's he turned in like into a bond villain now yeah, yeah, he's like become. Where's those blue blockers? He's very odd. He's looking. become like an honorary kind of like Russian citizen, Chechnyan. No, he's, he's like Chechnyan. Not even. He's not even Russian. He's with that that uh, anti-gay guy in Chechnya. He looks fat. He looks. He's going the way of Marlon Brando. He's really blowing up. I thought he was. I thought he was like buddies with Putin, or maybe he's trying he is, but, to get. But but Chechnya is like the the handpicked Putin guy. Oh, that guy, the guy, the MMA anti-gay guy who runs Chechnya has, on, oh, has yeah. a, oh, go on. I was just going to play a clip. Continue. No, he has uh, Seagal over to hang out like all the time. Oh, right. Yeah, he like yeah. lives there. Chechnya is a, like a region of Russian territory. Like it's right. not it, they're all connected. Right. But yeah. Yes. He's, he's a maniac. No, he's the worst. Um, and also, but I'm mostly mad at him for making up that Aikido situation. Uh, okay, so here, funny. here, let's here. I got the interview here. So have a, a oh, it's Piers Morgan, your current president in the United States. What is your view of Donald Trump and his presidency so far? His, he looks like the Count. I think he's got his hair painted. A really unfortunate situation in the sense a fake. That- uh, Widow's Peak. Yeah. Uh, there are so many people out there who don't it, feel that that's the case. It looks like he's and wearing a we cap. Have just you know, uh, a ton of enemies within. We have. I want to hear him say Eddie Munster. You know, yeah. He's like a bloated Eddie Munster. Democrats that have this whole other agenda to kind of. Um, uh, when I. Say I just want to hear him say Putin. The Democrats, but uh, there are um, you know, it's about uh, racial. Division and injustice okay. in America. Do you agree with Trump that it's disrespectful? Oh, of course he does. Or do you think actually going to one knee okay. is not an entirely disrespectful right. way of making? Never mind. Uh, Kate, is there anything else? You know what's? You know what's? A, I, I think a pretty good sign when you blame the media. That that's always a sign that you're in the right. Yeah, that you're full of shit. Right, because yeah. the media is up to something. Right, always. Always, they have an agenda. Yeah. Last, I have some box office news. Oh. Blade Runner to 2049. Yes, the new Blade Most Runner. anticipated film of the year, yes. maybe. The sequel fans of the 82 original have been waiting decades for. Right. After it received stellar reviews, it appeared the film would be a home run. That was not the case. The $150 million movie um, underwhelmed at the box office with $32 million. Okay, I saw this. It's divided fans more than any other You saw the movie? No, I didn't see this. You're either in the camp where you think it's like totally genius or like just overdone. I've heard it's very good. Um, I, my, I ran into my dear friend Jason Stewart, friend of the show Jason Stewart this weekend, mm-hmm. and he said he saw it. He said it was fantastic. He said it was like one of the best movies I've ever seen. I'm not a... Check it out. I'm not a... I thought the first Blade Runner was shit. Me too. I, I'm not a sci-fi fan. The first Blade Runner, well, I first saw it like when it came, you know, I was probably like seven or eight years old and I was like, oh my God, this thing's so long and boring. And, uh, it's very stylized, like not a great movie, in my opinion, but I was kind of excited. Like this, this, you you know, new Blade Runner looked kind of cool. But the problem is, is everyone's like, oh, this movie tanked. It took a shit. It came out 
right after the worst fucking mass shooting in the history of the United States. People did not feel like going to the movies. Yeah. It was a bad. Like, it was, we know movie theaters aren't so safe. Right. It just they was. Should have pushed the release. So that it's kind of like I don't. I haven't seen the movie. I can't say whether it's good or bad. But it. I saw a review. Somebody said they should call it Blade Runner twenty forty nine minutes. <laughs> oh, it's very long. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Slow it might. Oh, and like three hours. It might not be good, but it really had it. I knew that when it was, I heard it was coming out, I'm like, oh, it's going to tank because no one's going to go to the movies after what's just happened. Like people don't feel, aren't feeling celebratory and they don't feel like going out. There was a pall over the country after that. And as you know, that's pretty normal. Um, so I was not shocked that the movie didn't do well. And I just feel like, you know, it didn't really get a and chance. And isn't Harrison Ford supposed to be a robot and yet he's yeah, like he, a lot older? Spoiler alert. He was a replicant. In the first one, like that's the he big reveal. Ages. That's the big reveal. He's out there hunting these replicants, and then you learn at the end one. he was one. Um, are you guys gonna go check out, or have you checked out the Star Wars new Star Wars trailer? No, I, I yeah. couldn't be less interested. I did check it out. You did, Ed. What did you? Yeah, think? yeah. Does it look good? I mean, it looked like a Star Wars movie. Right. Yeah. Like I, I find those movies fun, but I am not like in these. In the camp of like overanalyzing and yeah. really giving a shit, like it's gonna be like a fun adventure movie for two hours and then that's it. Yeah, I feel the same way. It comes yeah. out December fifteenth. Like I yeah. do like the movies, but I am not like part of that universe. No, no, no. no. It is kind of weird that there is this whole like adults but, that are into Star Wars thing. But I've liked the last couple. I I have enjoyed them. the one. The best one was that most recent one, where yeah, the Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One. Oh, I don't think I saw that. No. Um, Lots of death. I took the boy to see it, and it was like a little yeah. more. There was a there was a blind Chinese guy that was real badass in it, mm-hmm. and there was a yeah. there was a little Latino dude, and um, that woman that's married to oh, it was the dude Stephen from Hawking, Mama Tambien, that, right? That yeah, Diego Luna. Diego Luna, oh, Diego Luna, yeah. not Gail Garcia. No, and the and the woman that's married to Stephen Hawking was in it. And yes. she was very good. She was the star. Right. Hawking, Hawking's wife was the star. Right. Felicity. Mrs. Hawking. Felicity Huffman. Hawking. No. Hawking. Hawking. No, you're na- pretty sure her name's Hawking. Felicity Redmayne. She's married to the guy that played Stephen Hawking. Right. Right? Redmayne. Redmayne. Felicity yes. Jones. Felicity Jones. Brian always thinks they're married in real life. I'm like, no, just no, She's definitely movie. Hawking. Yeah, she's married to Stephen Hawking, the guy that played Stephen Hawking, Eddie Redmayne. No, he has a different wife. Oh. Well, no, he's dressed, he's, he's dressed like a woman in the recent movie, right? Yeah. He also, he was in a movie where, with Julianne Moore, where she was his son, but they fucked. What was that but called? She, she likes getting after it. Yeah. The movie. And, I, was and I was like, oh, well, this is the kind of movie I need to Bar- see. Barbara Bakel, the Bakelite? I don't know what that movie was called, but I cannot recommend it like yeah they kind of do have oh, sex but it was like so long and boring and there was so much talking in it and they yeah, just like on- eyes wide shut yeah and the mom and the son only have sex at the end and it's kind of like the son is really trying to have sex with another guy and it was just so not worth it <laughs> such a bummer I I love Julianne Moore and anything with Julianne Moore in I it, it I'm a good. fan of, especially if she's undresses and gets sexual. 
but not a fan of this one. Do right. cannot recommend it. My, Is that it? Yeah. Okay. We are. That's me over and out. Okay. I'll let you guys know next week if Kate sorts anybody out on their sample choices. Don't don't take shit from the white bread people. I Kate. will make a video of it next time because people will want to see. <laughs> Uh, okay, excellent job all the way around. Ed Daly, thank you. Kate, Great job, us. Kate McManus, thank you. Hey, thank you, guys. For Ed Daly and Kate McManus, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 190 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>